Knock, knock. Who's there? Runeep. Runeep Poo. Not like the other girls. Three absolutely unique, groundbreakingly chill, beer drinking girls tackling topics that you probably don't care about with a hefty side of lukewarm social critique. My name is Julia and I'm not like the other girls because I exclusively have sex outdoors. I'm Ash and I'm not like the other girls because I'm a born again virgin. I'm Lucy and I'm not like the other girls because I can vaginally orgasm. As you can see by the title of this episode and also our not like the other girls introductions, we are talking today about sex because it's Scorpio season. Yeah, you've got to honour him. Yeah. And, you know, Mercury and retrograde and all that jazz. Does the Mercury retrograde thing make you want to have sex? Uh, it's me. You shouldn't get into new relationships so this is like a time for you to like be alone and not have sex and we're doing an episode about sex exactly we're fucking with the cosmos yeah but you can listen to this podcast instead of having sex ah because it's going to be that sexy (laughs) (laughs) this will be all you need for the entire time of mercury and retrograde just this podcast episode on repeat speaking of sex we had a really gross news story break this week in which a school teacher um was caught having sexual relations with one of her students and has been justly imprisoned for she thinks she got a three-year sentence with the last two years suspended um when they first met she was 23 and he was 16 i think he was 15 he was 15 at the time they met that's true actually yes you are correct and she was clever enough to actually so the her defense was that she thought the age of consent was 16 so, so, yeah, she was like, oh, I thought the age of consent was 16. Number one, that's not a defense. Number two, you can actually Google the age of consent in Ireland. Yes. <laughs> like, she could have just been like, hey, Alexa, what's the age of consent in Ireland? Is she... And then still not sleep with her student. I mean, even, like, why was she okay? Like, oh, a 17-year-old, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And it's her student. Mm-hmm. With students, it's actually not the age. Like, okay, so for example, people think that when you're in college, you're allowed to sleep with your lecturers. You're actually still not. It's not a legal requirement, but it's usually within college policy because of the dynamic. It's the master-slave dynamic, basically, in which you can't be within, you can't be the within a position of power because you always will be displaying the power. Um, and someone will always feel that they're in that kind of um, minority position nearly. Yeah. And also, like, I've been 23 and teaching teenagers because I taught English for a really long time and I would always have teenagers in my class. Like, they're kids. They are just pure children. And, like, you can have a great banter with some of them, but that's it. You're still always the teacher. They're still always the student. And, like, it's such a weird... Thing. I, I couldn't even imagine putting him in that, myself in that position and then being like, yes, you know what? We're going to see this thing through multiple times as well. Multiple times. Like she, she took him to hotel. Like she did groom him in mm. that they waited to have sex until she thought he was legally of age and he still wasn't. But she got him like birthday gifts of like aftershave and like, you know, like adult kind of stuff. So I think she was trying to, they're speaking on Snapchat for ages. So it is grooming. Um, but I think the way that you're looking at it, the problem there is that me and you, I was a teacher too of teenage boys. We are not paedophiles. True. That's the difference. So we're never going to, it's not, it's for us, it's never going to come up in our heads to go, oh, I might have sex with a child. Whereas yeah. if you're a paedophile, you would think I'll have sex with a child, I guess. Yeah. And criminal paedophilia, like, look, pedof- being a paedophile is definitely going to be something that's difficult for anybody. But if you're a criminal paedophile, you have to face the consequences. But also paedophilia is a specific 
um, like mental disorder. Yeah. Where you're only attracted to children. Yeah. Whereas I think a lot of cases like this, it's not people who are actually like clinically diagnosable as pedophiles. They're just people who are like, hey, I'm going to fuck a child. Yeah. Like I have this really, like I have access to this. I have the power to do it. I'm like, I'm able to kind of to get away with this kind of thing. And I think that's more so what it is. Um, I feel like it's kind of one of the first times we've seen a case of an older female teacher have sex with a younger male student and there's not that strange like, oh, lucky guy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Sure. Because he's come out and said that he's had, it's like had a psychological, like a profound psychological effect on him, which is really brave as well because toxic masculinity doesn't always make it easy for men to come forward and say like this thing that happened that as you've just said, Lucy, people are, men are often applauded for this sort of thing to to kind of go, no, actually this was Mm -hmm. really shit. It's worth noting as well that um, French President Emmanuel Macron met his um, now wife, Brigitte, when she was his teacher and he was um, the student. They claim, like they're married. They claim that nothing sexual happened while it was like not the age of consent, yada, yada. But like his parents moved him to a different school. And we're supposed to believe that it wasn't because he was seeing his teacher who, and there was a much bigger age difference. And I think she was in his, her thirties when they met and he was a teenager and now they're like married. <laughs> well, is it, is it kind of, okay. Controversial. Devil advocate. <laughs> is it kind of different if he actually was like, she still did something awful, but if he's happy with it. Well, yeah, but also No. I think it's it's tricky. It's tricky when you're looking at this from the perspective of these people are married and have been together since that time. And so now they're both adults. And I mean, he's the fucking president of France. So like it, it hasn't impeded his life in any way mm-hmm. that we can like tell like or his career or his education. Um, Good for him. Well, he's also a dick. Yeah, but, he is also know. a dick. That's his side of it. Um, Maybe it's not. Maybe that's why he's a dick. Maybe, Maybe he's a dick because yeah. he got with his teacher. I mean, I believe it. I think he's also just... And so what? they've been together since he was like, what, 16? Yeah. I think they took a break. I think I was reading about this and I heard they took a break and got back together. Am I wrong? I think it's probably a forced break by the parents. Like they, they just moved, they moved into what? a boarding school. <laughs> like they like were like, nope, we're not having any of this. Which... Absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah, of, <laughs> like, of course you would like take steps like that to protect your kid from this predator predator i guess that's even like a while ago so the fact that they i don't know like predator oh gosh it's all so whenever i think about that one i'm just like Ooh. Ooh. yeah it's it's a little icky super icky yeah anyway like i, I like pff, don't sleep with children is that's that the, the takeaway so. <laughs> yeah i didn't think we'd need to say it out loud but here we are also i think it's um it's great that uh, women are being tried the same way that we would be trying men although I think she she, got a full year in jail that's really gonna stop her yeah I think she definitely got a much lesser uh, Mm. sentencing than a man would but like we do need to start looking at these things as equal like men when men take advantage of young women it's exactly the same when women take advantage of young men yeah Uh, and we need to kind of keep that up instead of women then just being like oh we're just gonna fire you and that's it which has happened multiple times um all of it's gross stop being gross yeah Moving on to fun sex stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to being gross on purpose. Yes, exactly. Uh, We're here to talk about sex. So um, I think the first thing right off the bat is, are you guys comfortable with talking about sex? 
in my real life outside of the podcast, although the podcast is part of my real life, that got meta. Um, in my real life outside the podcast, I'm actually like, I think it's something that people would say about me is that I'm open talking about sex, like notoriously a little bit hypersexualized. Um, and then faced with actually talking about it on a recorded podcast that exists on the internet, it's been worrying me all week. I've been like, oh, I'm not sure if I can say this thing or I'm not sure if I can say that thing. You know, whereas usually I'm actually really comfortable talking about it. But I do still feel the obviously like obligatory Catholic guilt of being an Irish woman. So even though I like sex and I like talking about sex and I don't think we should judge anyone for for like the majority of sexual things except for having sex with minors. I'm still like part of me does feel guilty or shameful a little bit later on. But it's like an after effect. So I can manage it. It's like an after eight after your dessert. A shame after eight. (laughs) That sounds disgusting. Why would you eat it? I don't, I can't. It's like, okay, it's Being Shane. Force fed. It's Shane Lizard from <laughs> Big Mouth. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty comfortable. I just, I don't care. So, I'm <laughs> like, everyone can just know all my stuff. Maybe it's because I like talking about myself so much. So, I just need <laughs> something else to talk about. I run out of things and I'm like, what can I talk about? Oh, my sex life. Here we go. Um, to the point that one of my coworkers, whenever he would hang out with me and Lucy, he would just, his mind would be blown afterwards. And he was like, you guys have the filthiest conversations. Like, all you do is talk about, like, sex and gross sex things. You crazy women. <laughs> it's like, we were just talking about stuff that we think is, like, because we would, it's important to note that we would, we do hang out with a lot of quite sexually progressive and regularly progressive people. Like, there's not a lot of people I can think of off the top of my head that we know that aren't really comfortable talking about sex. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I think when I was younger, I would obviously, when I was like sort of late teens, I was like, oh no, like, I don't want to talk about this, yada yada. And then now as an adult, I find that I'm like, you have to talk about this stuff. It's so yeah. important to talk mm-hmm. about this stuff because we are, well, we're like three Irish women who grew up in an Irish society um, and we don't have great sex ed in schools. And we have high rates of like teen pregnancy and people don't know things about like STDs. and People and know nothing. Like nothing no, about they STDs. They know nothing about like a lot of this stuff. And I think once you talk about it and normalize it, then it's like you take away the shame. People can just be who they are, do what they want to do. And the whole thing is once you have consent and everybody's on board and happy and all that fun stuff and you're safe then it really doesn't matter as long as you're not having sex with children yeah like as long as both parties are comfortable but i would like to put in a little psa psa you can get stis for moral sex yes and Mm -hmm. irish people we just don't you know how americans are all for like dental dams and like protected oral sex i didn't even know you could have protected oral (laughs) sex until i was like already doing it yeah that was a shock when i found that out (laughs) if you're reading this it's too late you know (laughs) So be safe out there, kiddos. And it's not a big deal if you do get an STI. It's really not like the majority of them. It's like a course of anti-bees and you're back on your life. You know, Mm -hmm. you're back on your bullshit. But it's just like handier not to. As it is like having the flu or anything. Yeah, it's doable. And you're like, oh, I have the flu. But you get over it. Mm -hmm. But it's better if you know that you can just be a little bit safer. Exactly. And there's worse ones that you can't treat with anti-bees. And that's when it becomes a problem. So you kind of need to be... That's the... Irish people don't like to talk about their feelings or things that we find awkward. Talking about STDs and sexual safety is inherently awkward because especially it depends if it's a one night stand. You're like, hey, I don't I don't really know your second name, but are you having safe sex? And it feels really intimate to be like, hey there, are you um, raw dogging with everybody, you know? 
you know? Yeah, but it's also, it is intimate. You're asking about a rather intimate part of their life and like, you don't necessarily know what job they do. <laughs> You're like, but I, and you need to have access to that information and like, yeah. And anybody, like man, woman, like in between, whatever you, you identify as, you need to be able to have those conversations and ask for your safety. Mm-hmm. Like above all else, you have to sort of protect yourself. Also, I think um, it's interesting to me that we put out a couple of call-outs on our social media to say, hey, we're going to talk about sex. We want like your input. And uh, the first poll, so it was on our Instagram at not like the other girls pod. Go follow us there. Our first uh question was are you uncomfortable talking about sex and everyone who answered to that said no and then nobody answered any of the other questions <laughs> that like, came up like there was a few answers and like well done to you brave folk well there was a lot of people like no like I'm totally comfortable with this and then it was just like radio silence so I think we also want to project the image that we're cool about talking about sex but there's like three or four things that are like this is the cool thing to talk about to people you've just met and then everything else is like oh no that's that's too much so true. I would comment that it's probable and I know it's true. So I'm just saying it's probable. We've definitely had sex with some of our listeners. Number one. <laughs> I don't know that I'm, I have. I'm, yeah, but I'm certain that I have. So, you know, I can understand why A, they might not want to offend me. B, they might not want to, all of us reading about their sex lives because we are friends with some of these people. And like, I know that a lot of them would be honest to our faces, but like, you don't want to outline, right. So my first sexual experience and my latest sexual experience both went like this. Wow, what a rough time. Just finished my period, you know. Very fair. Yeah. Very fair. Our listener base is a lot of people that we, we know and regularly yeah. see. Um, I also had not considered that there's a possibility that we would have had sex with people who are listening. So that's, that's fun. I, but Julia, I only have sex with people who listen to the podcast. <laughs> that's a requirement. That's your first question. Like before you ask about condoms or anything like that, like what's We're your sexual status? Together. It's like, have you listened to the podcast? Cause if you haven't, like, no, it's not they happening. They say no and I just climb off and put my bra back on. <laughs> We're just like put on an episode and be like, when, when this one's finished, we can. No, 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 no. Cheering. <laughs> That's me. Can you hear that? That's me. That's me. Yeah? You listening? Wait, wait. This joke is particularly good. Stop for a second and listen to this one. (laughs) Pause, pause, pause. My favourite's coming up. And people say, I'm the narcissist. Um, I say you're the narcissist. (laughs) In reality, you're both just talking to mirrors, so... That's genuinely... I I genuinely do. That's my therapy. I just sit in front of a mirror. I feel like we've mentioned this before. (laughs) (laughs) I get stressed. That would honestly be perfect therapy if you were a licensed therapist. <laughs> so what kind of things turn you on? Oh, I forget okay, that the nerves came back. just going to jump straight into it. Like, what, do you mean like physical attributes? Do you mean in general? Um, all right, let's talk physical attributes first. I think they're probably the easiest. Okay, I've said this before in the podcast, so it shouldn't come as a surprise, but I'm a very much a vibes girl because mm-hmm. I consider myself to be pansexual. I go off vibes. Like I've been, if you look at my track record, none of them really look alike. No, that's so very true. If for me often, it's not actually physical attributes. It's like, am I sexually attracted to you? And usually I just go off like my body because I'm basically just like, I am the hormone monstrous. I am a very sexually driven person for the most part. So I kind of have an idea of what I like and what I don't like. Um, I do like, I like brown eyes, but I've never been with anyone with brown eyes. So maybe that's why it doesn't work out. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> but stocking up with some coloured contacts. I like beards. 
I like beards I too. Love a good beard. I like a mustache. I like a mustache on the right person. Mustache. Yeah. I just facial hair in general. I'm a fan. As you know, I love body hair. Nobody else likes male body hair. I don't. I. I. I not. I don't not like it. I'm just like. It's not a thing that will like turn me on. It, but I can see your face right now. Me. So if you see if someone if if someone has like a hairy <laughs> chest sticking out, yeah, or like if they what about like their armpit hair? Yeah, all of it. You just getting like back hair turned on all throughout the summer. Just men like reaching up Absolutely. to the top shelf to get something. Absolutely, Some no, I love hair. You know when like uh, you know when and uh, you know I'm not just attracted to men. You dirty hetero person. Yeah, but you said male body hair. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> and female body hair. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Oh my god, women's nail trails if they're really dark. Uh, love it. Um. When in summer, when people like reach up to like get stuff from shelves and you see like the band of their boxers and like a little bit of back hair or something, I'm like, ooh, ooh, put that away. <laughs> I have to go home for something not related to this. I have goldfish that needs to be fed. When it comes to like the women I'm attracted to, I do have more of a specific type of women. Don't at me. But like I do like a, I don't actually know I don't. I thought I did. Nah, I'm just attracted to women. I just really like them. Um, but like, oh, when like a, I do like a, a woman's when they have a skinny arm. I also like women when they have skinny fat arms. Arm. What? This is this, this is getting very strange. specific now, and it's just like I love when people have seven eyelashes on one eye. Like, <laughs> mm, I don't really know. I do, I always think I don't have a type, but then I look back and I one hundred percent have a type. Um, skinny white boys. Skinny white boys. And then I've been told that any girls that I like just look like me. So it's just myself and skinny white boys. But there is science to that about, um, so we tend to be attracted. We do this for friends and then also for sexual partners where you tend to be attracted to people that you identify as being like A, on your like your level of attractiveness or um, that they look like you. So that's why like couples, especially they've been spending like a lot of time together and like a long time together, then they tend to look more like each other. And that's why queer couples in particular tend to be with people who look almost identical <laughs> to them or really like them. And um, because that's what you're like psychologically sort of built to do. Good. So I'm not a fucking weirdo. <laughs> no. With, yeah. With women, I'm probably yeah, more attracted to people who yes, look, look like, like me. me. <laughs> Same. And butch exactly. women. I'm a, I'm a fan of, I just, I like masculine energy. Uh, I like it because I feel like it counters me quite well because I can be quite like, boisterous and stuff like that and I don't want to feel like I'm the more masculine energy in the sort of the coupling so I like anyone who can like bring it and match me because I'm like ah oh, great I don't feel like I'm overbearing I've mentioned this before I think I'm 5'11 so I already feel like I'm like towering over people all the time so I don't want my personality to add to that I need it to be sort of balanced out um but arms in general on anyone all arms arms, arms are, are good. hot four arms, arms. a four arm. yeah a rolled up sleeve on a forearm. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> Whenever you read, you know, on Reddit, like ask Reddit, it'll be like, women, what do you find sexy about men? And it's like every two weeks. It's always like forearms. And I'm like, oh, like, yeah, it's a cliche, but damn, is it true? It's so good. Uh, a big bicep with a tattoo on it. Mm-hmm. Why? There's something just about that. Just tattoos in general. It. I'm a fan of. Yeah. L- yeah, tattoo. I like tattoos. There was a while where I had a thing for neck tattoos. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, I fully have a thing like for neck tattoos. tattoos. Like, yeah. Oh, God. I was just, anyone with a neck tattoo, I was like, for some reason, I if find I that very sexy. If I have a neck tattoo, I'm like, you do you, but away from me. Um, <laughs> but if it's 
like if they're already like quite heavily tattooed and they've got neck tattoos and I'm like yes I think oh I get it now okay that is hot yeah no, like just just the one tattoo like I was imagining just a neck tattoo it's just a neck tattoo I'm a bit like no like, it's a really intense for a first tattoo um but if they've got other work on their body then yeah also um facial piercings piercings hot. in general yeah hot. hot I'm a sucker for a nose piercing mm. I really 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 fucking like it I just think it's so hot I don't know why nose piercings are great just nose piercings or no I do like ear piercings no as well. I, yeah I like ear piercings I like kind of like the upper ear piercings do you know like a lobe I love a ring on lobe on man I think it's I, very yes, much like it's very true actually if you have the balls to wear a ring on either and or both of your earlobes I'm like that's hot mm. okay so physical things aside what other things turn you on someone who will be a little bit forward sexually Mm-hmm. I need someone who's like my match. I need someone who'll be like dirty with me. Oh my God. I remember <laughs> <laughs> you said that so slowly. Yeah. <laughs> I need someone to be dirty with me. We want to make this something like an aid for people who aren't having sex during Scorpio season. So true. We have to give them something. Yeah. So you being creepy. <laughs> Ow. I'm really messing. If I, it's only creepy if I wasn't hot. But to clarify, I'm hot. So it's sexy. That's how it works. I'm not like the other girls. I'd be a perfect if I was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, what else turns me on? Um, oh, so much turns me on. The list is too much. You can't yeah, get through I it I think all. it needs to be a list of what doesn't turn you on. Um, I can actually do that if that's easier. <laughs> like five no, but that's things. not as fun. <laughs> People who are awkward about sex is a turn off for me. Off? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, see, I'm dumb. Like, I'm just stupid. So <laughs> I like how you go, I'm dumb. And I was like, oh my God, agree. You are dumb. <laughs> but I don't, I cannot gauge when people are interested in me sexually. I just have no concept of it. I just, I think it's, I inherently don't believe that anybody like is interested in me. And I'm just like, whatever. So you need to lay it out so clearly. I want to fuck you. You have many times, Lucy, already. I appreciate Lucy's I was pretending to be one of these people who wants to have sex with you. I have messages that prove otherwise. In terms of non- I like people who are willing to have an argument with me. Turns you on. Yeah. I, I hate... And that is... if That's hot when you have like a proper intellectual conversation and you're like sparring verbally. That's it. It's sparring verbally. I like when people are able to engage with like the stuff that I'm interested in, um, like politically and hold their own. I don't like... I remember I was like seeing a guy briefly years ago now where... I would like say something and then he would change his opinion to match mine. And so then if I like walked back on something, he would also walk back because I was like, I'm going to see how far I can take this. Uh, and that really, really irritates me. I'm like, I need you to have your own opinions. Mm-hmm. I need you to like already have thought about this stuff. And then I also want, I like, I'm really like attracted to people who are really interested in stuff that I have no concept of. Cause I'm like, cool. I get to learn about this like new thing, things that I just would never really look at and who are able to sort of tell you about it and like walk you through me. Like, and this is like, like when they're talking passionately about something that they're really interested in. And when it's not something that I'm particularly interested in, I find that really fascinating. Cause I'm like, Ooh, I get to see how your brain ticks. I like that. That turns you on, like sexually turns you on. Yeah. Hmm. It, it amps me up to being sexually turned on. Oh, so it's it like, like lights the fire. It's the ramp. Yeah. So you're, are you like a pretty gen, genuine like sapiosexual as they say? Ooh. Like Mark Ronson? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. It really sounds like you are. Like but those are it, all the markers of sapiosexualism. I don't, 
views heterosexualism as a real thing. <laughs> um, actually, I was surprised by this. I was like reading like a, a online gay media site and they actually had Mark Ronson coming out of sapiosexual as a news article and took it quite seriously. So I was a little bit confused. I was like, oh, do we do we stand? But I wouldn't because uh, like you're turned on by physical stuff too. So I guess that's not it. I reckon yeah, I think I need dude. the sort of intellectual discussion behind it. Um, because that's the thing that kind of keeps me going. And I'm, I'm like that with like my friendships as well. Like I will get along with people who aren't interested in like politics at all or like anything like that. But I need to be able to sort of, I need to be able to be like, this is what I'm doing with my life because I am an activist in my free time. I am going to marches. I'm trying to organize different things. So I need to be able to talk about that to people. And if someone isn't willing to ha- like to discuss that, I don't have to be an expert or anything by any stretch of the imagination or be doing the same things. If anything, it's probably better that they're not. But I need to be able to kind of just so say like, this is what I'm doing. And I come from a very politically charged family. Like, this is what we do. We, we sit around and we just talk about this kind of stuff all the time. So that's what my life is. And if people aren't willing or wanting to sort of talk about that kind of stuff, then I'm like, well, this is just, this ain't going to be anything. Mm. at all yeah I get you I would never use the term <laughs> <laughs> I tend not to be turned on by dumb people in general oh I'm turned on by dumb people too but usually not no I said I'm not you're not, not well no. not for the conversation physically no and like, then you talk I'm, to them and you're like oh bye yes yeah, yeah, straight up like if, if they're like physically attractive I can't go ahead with it if they're dumb you wouldn't be able sure. to no because like I, you know like I just can't you know, even like I'm a big talker, like before yeah. sex and stuff, like I need that. I need that kind of emotional intimacy to be able to do it. So like if I can't even have like a little bit of a laugh with someone, I'm like, no, no. You can have a laugh with dumb people. You can laugh at them. That's your foreplay, laughing at <laughs> stupid people. No, I don't laugh at stupid people. Um, but I can, we're all laughing at you. <laughs> I'm the stupid person. Uh, I can, if they're hot enough, yeah, fuck it. You can, I can get enough, over. I can fuck anyone. Like that was like um, that guy from school who was so dumb. <laughs> oh He's my so god! Dumb. Yeah. Sorry, I remember that. That was really funny. The recent one. Yeah, recent. Yeah, recent. Been a while. Yes. Um, dumb. It was like back during the summer, and uh, it was He's a so warm, dumb. sticky He's night. So stop. It was a warm, sticky night. I remember. It was there was some a very hedonistic energy in the particular basement nightclub we were in. Oh yes, there was because, because within, we all and yeah within five minutes of seeing this person be like hey hey how are you how are you uh, it was like we were in fifth year all over again and suddenly we were shifting and i was like what is going on there's something nice about that though it was fun but he's like a puppy dog like there's mm. there's nothing going on up there and he's definitely not gonna listen to this so no one knows who he is but he's he's really nice and he's really cute but there's no way that i could hold a conversation with him but he was really hot so i was like oh yeah fuck it let's do it he was really hot. And do you know what, guys? He was really happy. Like, it was like the end of the night. I was feeling a little bit worse for where I kept looking over and he just big fucking smile on his face. Like, oh, ding, you know, cute. Like a cartoon smile. Yeah. I'm I think for him. my issue is I don't do one night stands at all. Like, I just I would love to be the kind of person that can do one night stand, but I'm just I can't like I like psychologically <laughs> does not work for me. And so when I'm like interested in people um, what what I'm envisioning is that this would eventually go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like not that I'm like, we're on a first date and I'm like, we're getting married, but I'm like, I'm not wasting my time with people that I'm like, we're just going to have sex once or twice and then I'm done. Like, well, I would like to see where this goes with the hope that it's kind of going somewhere positive and like long term. So that's why the intellectual stuff is so important off the bat because I'm, I'm just not going to sleep with you and then never see you again because I can't do that. I'm not good at it. I have to sometimes because of my sex drive. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I need to meet this need. And this person will have to be that thing. 
That's awful, isn't it, when I say it out loud? No, well, a little. I, th- so I, think, they know. I think it's awful if you're leading someone on and being like, well, I think we could like, like be in a relationship or blah, blah, blah. But if you're like, this is, this is what we're doing. Like, this is all that this is. Then it's totally fine. It's when you hide the intent from somebody or, or like and actively lead them astray. That's when it's like, oh, that's a dick move. But otherwise, sex is a really natural thing. It's a thing all humans need. Uh, it's a desire. It's good for us. There's multiple health benefits to sex. So the idea that like you can't just have casual sex and that's inherently a bad thing is Catholic guilt and should go away. Yeah, it's handy for me. You know, like I'm I'm a busy woman. I always talk about how busy I am on the podcast. I'm a busy woman, but I am a busy woman. And there's times there's been times in like the last year where I've been like, uh, I was like, I could date people, don't really have time. This makes so much, so much more sense for me right now to just have some casual sex. I thought that I could do casual sex. Not once, but twice have I thought I was able to do casual sex. It turns out, no, I can't. <laughs> like, I just can't. It, at some point, I get confused. And whether it means that I have genuine, serious feelings for someone or that I'm just confused, it I, ends up with me being hurt for at least a day. And I just don't need that right now. Yeah. Anytime that I've had um, casual sex... A lot of the time also it's been when I was drinking. So when I stopped drinking alcohol, I also actively was like, I need to not date anybody for like a year. I need to really kind of get to the heart of like all the stuff that I was kind of dealing with. Um, I would feel awful every uh, time afterwards. Like the next day I'd always feel like shit. And I think it was probably a combination of the alcohol and also just this like sex with this person that I was like, I'm probably never going to see this person again. Like the sex is never really that good either no. for like various reasons. Um... And so I just, I don't, I think you, I meet people all the time who are like, this is great. And I can just like have sex and yada yada. I'm like, that's fantastic. But I have no idea what you're talking about because that's not mm-hmm. at all how I operate. Yeah, I can do, well, before I was, when I was younger, I could definitely always do casual sex. I was like, I don't care. I just want to have fun. Um, and now I probably could as well, because I'm just not ready for a relationship at all. Um, so... I think I would be able to. I just can't be arsed actually going out and meeting anyone to do that with. So well, that's, yeah, like it's just, it's work. It is work. Like you have to go find a person, talk to them. Shave your legs. Oh my God. And so much stuff. And then when I'm on nights out, I like to hang out with my friends. Me too. I really mm. like hanging out with my friends. And you have to be, uh, like we were at um, that Hot Chip DJ set a while ago uh, and there was this really cute guy who kept like looking at me or whatever, but he just wasn't going to make a move. And I was like, I'm having fun dancing with my friends. So unless you're going to actually come over here and say hi, I don't give a shit about you. Yeah, I definitely, I remember like when I was in college, you'd go out with like the expressive desire and like, I'm going out to like shift somebody, mm-hmm. get with someone. And now like, I'm going, like we work. I don't see my friends exactly. all the time. Because in school and in college, you were with your friends like almost all of the time. And now it's like, I spend 40 hours a week in work. I don't get to see my friends from home that often. So when I'm out with them, they are my priority. Like that's who I want to spend time with. Like I didn't spend, come out to spend money and time with some random guy who's probably an asshole anyway. So true. So true. I don't, I can't remember the last time that I shifted someone random in a nightclub or like in a bar. It only happens if I'm like fluttered. Like, if I'm really yeah. drunk, I'll do it. But otherwise, I just sleep with my friends. <laughs> I haven't, like, hooked up with someone in a bar since stopping drinking. So it's like two and a half years. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. Wow. I, I meant, like, six months. 
I haven't uh, slept with a stranger in like I don't know a few months. <laughs> I well, I, like I mean, I've like dated, uh, yeah, in that time, um, but also not that much because again, I was like I'm not doing anything, mm-hmm. um, for a while. But yeah, and just I don't have the time. Yeah, basically, I think that's like when you're. That's when it's really important to masturbate. Masturbation is key. We've been over this already. <laughs> you, get, you get really good at it when you're an adult. You're like, I know what I want. And like, you, then you can start like investing in it as well. You know, there's so many great toys out there. Mm-hmm. And like, then it's like the only difference. Honestly, if the toy could cuddle me after, uh, that's me happy. As I said, I'm very busy. It would be easier for me if I didn't have to like get emotionally attached to people and I could just be cuddled by my sex toy. But since that isn't necessarily available right now. You could get a sex robot. I know, those are like two grand. And also terrifying. <laughs> the male, I haven't really seen the male ones. The female ones look good. I don't know what that, the, you know, I'm not sure what the, I definitely wouldn't want a female sex robot because for me, having sex with women is definitely like an intimacy thing and like it needs to be a real Yes, mm-hmm. a real vagina. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm saying these things on a podcast. It does for me need to be an actual vagina, otherwise I'm like, Mleh. yeah. But like a real vagina in any sense of what a real vagina is in. To clarify, I'm not trying to be transphobic here. I'm not being transphobic. Sure, like, you, well, it's not like a real vagina. It's like a real person attached to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Where, no matter how that person identifies, either. Sure, I just like vaginas. Sex robots are interesting as well because there's a lot of women's groups who are very against them for the obvious reasons that they sort of push this idea that women are supposed to be just like these things that lie there and men can do whatever they want. Sex robots. These women's groups sort of argue that like they are propagating a really negative image that sort of already exists about like women and sex. But then also I'm a little conflicted because there are just some people who probably will never have long-term partners and who want like have desires and have needs and you know what if they are getting it from a doll or something like that then i prefer that they do that than potentially go off and harm people (laughs) i don't necessarily i wouldn't look at it that way and i don't i don't think that's a fair way to look at people who would buy a sex robot because just because you want to as well as we were saying we're busy you know there are definitely people out there in the world who are like I had a bad relationship in the past. I was in an abusive relationship in the past, but I still crave sex and intimacy. And that's very fair. And it shouldn't be that there has been, even so, it shouldn't be that there's a problem in your life that leads you to want to use a sex robot. Do you know? Mm-hmm. I think that I'm not sure. I see where the women women's groups are coming from. And also incels are like, women can have sex with robots. Nobody's going to have sex with us. Yeah. Um, which is hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Nobody's going to have sex with you anyway, you dirty incels. Um, it's not what you look like. Yeah, it's really not what they look like. I've seen loads of ogos in really happy relationships. And lots, lots of, of incels that are attractive. Yeah. Mm. I Part of my job. <laughs> Julia, my job that I can't talk about. <laughs> but we, I have to... So basically I review content is what I do. And so every now and again we will get content that's from like the incels. And like we will all agree like we'll be on the team be like look at this person like this person's very attractive oh but look at their ideas like their ideas are disgusting mm. and bullshit like that's why you're not getting dates it's because you actively hate women but like in the past I used to be kind of into men who kind of hated women well that's internalized misogyny oh it's a whole other thing uh, we'll get to that next week <laughs> yeah what do y'all like in the bedroom mm. I, number one, I don't have sex in the bedroom. We have it in my sex dungeon. Of course, of course. That's where we're recording right now. In my sex dungeon. This is where I throw, this is where I do my taxes as well. Mm-hmm. 
multi-purpose. Yeah, you got to get, it's the 21st century. We don't have a lot of like space in Dublin costs so much. Your sex dungeon is your tax dungeon is your podcast recording studio. Okay. I am the modern woman. Now that I've already deflected away from this slightly awkward topic, what do I like during sex? As I said, I am still very much a vibe person and I'll kind of like, I'm really pretty much up for whatever. Um, but like, I guess I really like, <laughs> I really like like biting and stuff. Yes. <laughs> I feel like it's not a, it's not necessarily a pain thing. It's confusing for me. Because it's not that painful. I bite, bite. Other people? Yeah. I Do you like people. also people biting you to the same level that you yes. bite others? Yes. Okay. For but me, like, it's not a pain thing. It doesn't, for me, it doesn't hurt. And But like, I'll, like, I'm also like similar in that I'm like, like don't want a nibble. I want to bite. bite. But it doesn't hurt. I definitely, I have had people go, stop. Okay, well, no, I've not done that. <laughs> I'm putting off literally like I'm just out here being like, don't have sex with me. Don't have sex with me. You don't want to have sex with me. Do you break the flesh? I have before, but only minorly. And I wouldn't well, if, if they weren't bit. into it. Like if they were like, don't break the flesh, I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> no one should have to say that. No one should have to be like, don't these are my the boundaries. Flesh. Don't break the flesh. And you go, I mean, sure. <laughs> That's what you want, Stephen. <laughs> Um, other things I'm into honestly there's a lot I'm into so just kind of like think of the th- top three things you wouldn't do knock them off the list and I'm everything else baby break the flesh <laughs> break the flesh oh break the flesh oh, yeah. <laughs> Ash what are you into um everything everything I sound like a slow um, are you everything <laughs> except for the bad three ones that I mentioned too well I don't break the flesh because I don't really like pain <laughs> I don't know I don't like how many times you said break the flesh <laughs> it's kind of lost all meaning for me now yeah. it's just a saying that's gonna be forever imprinted in my brain um yeah I I like to be comfortable I, <laughs> <laughs> no I get this <laughs> well like you just you, you just constantly like face down prone boning no uh, like I, in my slippers <laughs> As in, like the slippers stay on during sex. I don't mean comfortable as in like boring or anything. I mean not like I don't want to be in a lot of pain. Oh. Okay. And also I like to be comfortable. In, in your slippers. In my slippers. <laughs> but I find it really hard to have sex if I'm too cold. Me too. Yeah, like it has to I be can't. good temperature. Yeah. yeah. Temperature is a huge issue. Lighting as well. I'm like if the like I'd prefer to have it just dark if Dim. it's not gonna be mood lighting. Yeah. If it's bright lights, I'm like, no. It doesn't. It doesn't work for me. I need to Mm-mm. feel like, uh, honestly, my ideal sexual prime is like two drinks, and then go home and do it then. But I, I had that. an ex boyfriend who was like, no, I like to either have sober sex. He he only liked to have sober sex actually, and um, that was that used to kill me because I loved tipsy sex because drinking makes me so horny. Now you know anytime I drink with you guys, so now you know every time we're I already with you. knew. Yeah, we knew that. It's it's so horny. You tell us. Yes. <laughs> when we're like, oh, it's just the scent of blood that way. I don't know what to do about it. You see me though, like you'll know because I'll have like two drinks and then I'll be like, hey, who wants to fuck? Yeah, we're like oh, that one over there. <laughs> We've already like got a list of people just like spin you around up. and just throw you out into the crowd. I'm like, okay, we'll find you later. Bye. <laughs> we're gonna enjoy ourselves. Uh, I like a, like a lot of kissing as well. Yeah, I, I like feel kissing. Like, guys, everybody likes kissing. No, but, but there like, are people I who l- don't like kissing. Also, 
I, during sex, I found that I've been like with people kissing. who don't like kissing during sex. Like on the mouth? Yeah. Oh, that, that, see that kind of... You can't do a lot if you're kissing on the mouth. Yeah, you can. I'm not going to show you, but you can. I know which ones you're saying. It's still not a lot. It's like two. Two positions. You have a shit imagination. <laughs> yeah, but you know how everybody, you know how like, okay, this has always pissed me off about sex. You know how like the small variations of the main three positions all have their own names? No, there's girl on, okay, sorry. There's person on top, there's person on bottom and there's sideways understanding. That's kind of it. Or there's lying on the floor. There's Everything else is just a small variation of those ones. Am I right or am I wrong? Well, yeah, because yeah. I mean, like, we only have a certain set of genitals. Yeah. And we have to go in various places depending on who's having to, sex with who. So you are limited in, like, the things that, like, you can do. You can do. But everything is, it, I don't like this stuff when it's like, if you put your, you're on top, but you lean forward and that's a different position. No, it's not. No, that's stupid. Yeah, you're just on top or you're not. Mm. But like, okay, reverse cowgirl is a little different. I'll give that one. That one has a variation. I'm like, if it's like a very different setup. Uh, spanking. What do you mean spanking? Like, I like it. Oh, you like it? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you like... Okay. I hate when people don't spank hard enough. I know. I'm like, I'm, this is... No, this is not what we're here for. I hate when people treat me like I'm like dainty or something. Like, okay. Yeah. I've been... I've asked guys before, like, hit me in the face. And they're like... One guy straight up ignored me, which I thought was really funny. Like, he just ignored me and continued. And I was like, okay, that's fair. Because that was a big ask. But then, with other people... <laughs> she sounds like, here, fucking punch me. I honestly was like, hit me. And he was like... He just ignored me. He like looked past me for a second. And I was like, but you're like in me. How have you ignored me while you were in me? Really strange. But other guys have, uh, other guys like when I've, I was in quite a loving relationship, I was like, hit me. And he was like, no, I can't. And I was like, why not? It's sex. And he was like, I think there's loads of other gross things you do to me that are also demeaning. And he was like, no. And I was like, fine. Hit me. I guess people have a line. I think maybe... Everyone Lucy. <laughs> Lucy has no lines. She's just an open space. Um <laughs> an open space. Sorry, that's mean. Um but people I think cause especially with that, it, it can be hard for other people because if you are in a loving relationship, they can it can be hard to like distinguish the feelings that you have for someone and then hitting them yes. during I, sex. Yeah. Like it can be It's definitely really tricky. However, the problem that I had with that was that we had been pretty open about like speaking about it and being like, these are sexual boundaries and this is what it's like during sex. And like for me, I like to be called like pretty rotten anti-feminist names, guys. Let's put it that way, because I we demonetized if I said some of them. When, sometimes when I've asked men to call me bad names, they're like, no, but you're a feminist. And I'm like, excuse me, I think I'll decide what you call me during sex. Yeah. Also... That's not the reason that they shouldn't be calling you that stuff. Like I know, it should be like, I don't I'm, want to call you that. But also like, no, I won't say this to you because I'm a feminist. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no, you're a feminist, can't call you so. Yeah, that's not how that works. Ugh, idiot, idiot men. Idiot men. I hate, this has happened to me a couple of times, when you like go down on someone and then they refuse to kiss you afterwards. I think that's appalling. It is the rudest thing. I'm like, I've just had your dick in my mouth. It's the height of, I honestly think it's the height of rudeness. It's so, uh, it speaks volumes yes. about who you are as a person. And 
I think I would break up with someone on that alone. No, you're so right. Like, if you're going to be in that position, like, I honestly think if you're going to have sex with someone, you're already exchanging so many bodily fluids. Don't be weird. Yeah, but you know what it is? It's they don't want their bodily fluids on their lips. That's so strange. And I'm like, it's not gay. It's you. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it stems from. It's like this weird masculine thing of being like, no, I don't want to taste myself. And I'm like, get over it. I just, I have to taste you. You sure as shit have to taste you Mm -hmm. afterwards. And dick tastes different. We all know. Yeah. Like, if I were to choose either of the two core genitalias, we know which one it would be. I've always said it's, it's like, an, it's a delicacy. It's like an oyster. One of the girls in work is proper straight and she nearly threw up when I told her that. Proper straight. She's like, you know, like 100%, like definitely never thought about it. Maybe shifted her mate while drunk. But like oysters, oysters, people go out of their way to get them, you know? And that's how it should be. Sausages are just everywhere. Yeah. And a lot of them are mediocre at best. I like sneaking around and stuff. Like secret sex. Secret sex is good, isn't it? Like sex with people that you shouldn't be having sex with or sex in places you shouldn't be having sex in. A little bit of both. I've, I haven't done a lot of the form, the latter, to be honest. <laughs> the former. Oh. <laughs> I know well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't done a lot of the latter, but it's kind of something that I've always been like. Mm. but it's, it's, when you have like a job and stuff like I'm always terrified like what if my boss finds out what if I'm uh, what if I'm doing that and then like and then the finds me yeah just done for indecent exposure like it's yeah. just not worth it you'd have to be really really careful yeah I always think I'm like oh yeah so sexy let's have sex in these weird places but then my brain kicks in and it's like oh no so nervous like someone's definitely gonna walk in or get caught or something so like just chicken out have you, do you know, like, I would love to, like, suggest having sex somewhere really strange just to see what happens. Like, someone else who's into, like, having sex in public being like, how about the hair dye oil of the booths and Steven screen? How would you get away with that? You wouldn't, but it'd be nice to see if they'd be like, yeah, I'm up for it. I have had, I think we were talking before, like, strange places you've had sex. And when I thought about it, I was like, why do I have a lot of sex in port Like, a lot. <laughs> a lot. That's literally the least hygienic place Isn't it? Sex. It's yeah. so bad. Why? Is it when people are, like, waiting for them? I don't think so. So, like, you've never held up a queue by having sex? No, like, I've never had sex... <laughs> I've never had sex in a toilet when there's been, like, it's a busy part of the festival day. There's always been... Well, there, one time I lost my bag because I was having sex in a port I left it in there and then I came back and it was gone and had my oh, keys no. and everything it was fine because my mom collected it for me the next day <laughs> she didn't know that I lost it because I was having sex in a toilet she does now <laughs> uh, but yeah um, it was mostly just at festivals and it was always with the one same person can I ask a pretty personal question was it like one of you sitting down on the toilet or was it standing <laughs> it was standing Standing? Are you not afraid you knock it over and you'd be covered in... <laughs> Stop. I, um, that part of my life is long gone now. Since I'm not with that person anymore, I have my, no th- my have number. If you looked at the graph of sex in toilets, um, it's dramatically decreased since I'm not with that person anymore. And like, which one is would be against the wall? I will say I was very drunk during all of these times. So my memories are a bit hazy. Fair. But like, if one of you is, I just, I, sorry, I really don't get it. Like, what if, if one of you is taller, how does it, No, you know? we're pretty much almost same height. But still, that's not how. I think it was just because we're at a festival and they were at festivals. Actually, one festival was where we had a tent. Why didn't we just have sex in a tent? 
doesn't Sometimes matter. you're not out going all the way back to the Exactly. Tent. You know, when you're just really horny and you're at a festival and you're drunk and you're like, fuck it, let's just go have sex in the toilet. That's are really disgusting and probably haven't been cleaned in about two days. Sorry, that's actually pretty nasty. It is. It really is. Have you ever had sex on a beach? No, no and I don't want to. Too much sand. I've done it. It's, it's too much sand. <laughs> Can't it's confirm. really cold on your arse. See, this is my issue with having sex outdoors. Is the whole cold thing. Like, I think I would just be too cold. We're in Ireland, for fuck's sake. It's too cold in Ireland to be at that. You can't be having sex outdoors in Ireland. Would you dog? Outside. No, dogging. I have had oh, sex. We're just, oh, we're, we're moving on from the I sex just, outside. I have no, no, had sex no, because dogging is kind of... Like, dogging is sex outside of a home. Yeah, but aren't people, like, watching? <laughs> yeah, fair. But, like... Yeah, <laughs> like, you're right. It is a completely the, different. They're question. very different. Um, like I have had. Would you just have car sex? I've had car sex a lot. As like down I mean, car. not in my car. My car is tiny. I wouldn't fit. I had sex in the I've Peugeot. Had sex in smaller cars. I'm yeah, very tall. And, and if I'm the, having sex with someone, usually they're my height or taller. I've had sex with taller people who are taller than you. And I guess yeah, I. But you're not this. Yeah, I usually do the squeezing. Like I can barely fit four people sitting in my car. Why are you only having sex with three other people? <laughs> because, you know what, I'm a conservative woman and I just need all any the love. Mo- any more than three is, is too much. I'm not that kinky. <laughs> Have you ever had? <laughs> you that question was coming. No. Multi-love. No. That's a nice I'm way not of against saying it. that. I think I would, I would be uncomfortable with two guys though. It's just too much penis. I've always wanted that. I'm hoping, I really, I'm really hopeful for one year, maybe for my 30th birthday, for my birthday, someone get two guys, agree to it, and that's my birthday present, that's all I want. It's literally a free gift. I kind of did. It would be two guys. Hot. I have had, I've had three threesomes? Three? Three threesomes, yes. Two, one guy, two girls, and one that was like almost a threesome, but it was with two guys. Hot. Just an average day in the life of Ashling. I'd genuinely be so into that. You know, I, oh, hang on. Another turn I didn't mention. Two men kissing, two men being into each other, two men doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, you mentioned this all the time. I love man on man stuff. What is that video? Is it Paul Rudd and Jason... Sudeikis? No, Seagull. Seagal. Yes, yes, I've seen that. Yeah, that is. Oh, because I really fancy both of them. Oh my god, that gosh. is a video. In Insatiable, the two bobs. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, oh, and he, like honestly, so for me, when I was younger, I was like, I would just want two men to like kiss my neck and do me. But now I'm like, I want two men to be kind of like into each other, and I'm mostly watching them. <laughs> and then they also both like I'm kind of like the the motherly maternal figure of the threesome. So I'm kind of like I bring it all home. This you know? is <laughs> taking a weird turn now again. Lucy is no longer looking at us. No. But through that whole thing was looking <laughs> off to the Her distance. eyes have glazed over. Like, yeah, this is how it's going to set up. Like, I can see the scene. <laughs> I, th- I feel like I'm the top of the triangle. They're, like, in my head, I am the, it, I'm like the supreme. It's like in Sex and the City when the two gay guys want to have a threesome with Samantha so they can have sex with a woman and see what it's like. And she's like in the middle and they like start kind of at her and they kind of work their way down and then just end up with each other. No, I prefer the other way around. So I want They the start with each other and work their way up to you? Yes, they start okay. with each other. I watch them like an overseeing God type thing. Okay. And then after they have to like, yeah, attend to my needs because I'm so good to them kind of. Vibe boys, that's what it would be. Okay. So there's like a dom sub 
thing going on here too? Yeah, but I don't have to do anything. So it's like very lazy. So I it's watch. all like energy. <laughs> like yeah. I just, I am the dominant person, but I don't have to do anything to exert that domination. Yeah, but they want to please me too. Got it. Okay. It's kind of tricky. I think it's going to be hard to get two men to get on side with this. I don't know. <laughs> we have a lot of friends who <laughs> could be potentially be up for whatever. Well, we've got a couple of years anyway for your 30th. Yeah. More than a couple, you bitch. <laughs> Loads of years before my 30th. So you can start getting people on that list now. Okay. We'll, we'll get right on that. Um, What about sober sex versus junk sex? Um, I kind of spoke a little bit about it before. I prefer... I find it hard to have sober sex with people intimately if I'm starting to see someone and I like them. That is hard. The first mm-hmm. time you have sober sex with them, it, it sure. may, kind of means something, doesn't it? Yeah. So that does scare me a little. But if it's casual sex, I can have sober sex with them, kind of like, no problem. It doesn't worry me at all. But my supreme sex is like a drink or two to yeah. get me riled up. Anything that is uh, like super drunk is bad. I agree. It's never going to be good. Never. It's just like, just things won't happen. It's just too messy it's, and... You don't have yeah. the energy. Like, the hand-eye coordination is gone. You could get sick. Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Sometimes, like, there's some stuff that is better if you do a drunk. If you know what I mean. Yeah, but not super drunk. I, like, think, I think the thing that I'm talking about is probably easier super drunk. Lower inhibitions. No, just lower pain. Not like fair. I see where you're. Do you pick up what I'm putting yeah. down mm-hmm. here? Yeah, and I yeah, but that may be drunk. But I, when I think of super drunk, it's like to the point where definitely nothing's going to be able to happen because yeah, nothing stays. Hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing stays wet. It's all just a mess. I just want to go to sleep. I need water. I need. Yeah. my eyes are spinning. <laughs> it doesn't stop me from trying. But I know what you mean. Like, I agree. I still try. And then I'm like, no, I'm so tired. Yeah, I still... I used to try when I was like, would get to those levels of drunk. And then it's like, no, you'd never learn. I'm not really that level of drunk anymore. No. For the most part. I mean, it did. I, I was like a few months ago. When, yeah. And I was like, this is not... This isn't good for anybody. It never is. Drunk, like proper drunk sex never works for anyone. However, the benefit of drunk sex is that... Uh, when you're hungover, you can have sex. Yeah, so you kind of come home under the pretense that you're going to have sex right there and then. Wait, no, but no, then no. it's the next day. It's the mm-hmm. lead up to the next because hangovers also make me a little. Oh, I am so sure. horny when I'm hungover. Yeah. So yeah. horny. I, what is that? I think it's a thing. Like, it's a, I think a, you're, a global you're just, thing that everyone does. You're not as together. And so you're like, just, everything can kind of get in. Like vibe wise, you're just you you're kinda like well, not together so everything's gonna get in. <laughs> so scientific. <laughs> I have my master's in biology. <laughs> um what I mean is like you know like when you're hungover and you're much more likely to cry at like sappy stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's that same sort of yeah. thing where it's like things that would need to be a lot sexier at that level of sexiness, you don't need it as much because you're kinda like, I'm I'm already sort of like primed and ready to go. Yeah. I, I mean like basically as soon as I wake up. Like, once I wake up, get a glass of water, I'm just like... Let's have sex. Yeah, but, like, not even... I mean, like, when I'm alone, I'm, like, I'm horny. I'm just... Hangover just make me horny. I think as well, I, I crave a lot of intimacy because I feel, like, broken needy. in a way. Yes. And I'm yeah. so needy. I think so that's where I'm at. I want someone Same. to, like, cuddle me. Yes. And then have sex with me. And then cuddle me again. Yes. yes. And then yeah, buy yeah, me yeah. food. And I'm fine. Oh, the dream. Yeah. 
It might be nice to have that kind of sex where it's not really sex, where someone just kind of looks after you and you don't have to do anything. That's yeah. kind of the ideal hangover situation. So the sex doll comes in real handy. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the sex doll wouldn't be able to do the things I'd like, I think. If they can make a sex robot cuddle me, then I would buy one specifically for hangovers. I wouldn't even have sex with it. I would just want it cuddles. I think it starts with everybody saying I'm not going to have sex with it and then you have sex with it. Oh, probably. It's like that doll that they made and it's always so neat to replace Dennis. And they're like, you guys all had sex with this. And they're like, yep. Because if you have a doll with holes, people will fuck it. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna do it. It's like, it's like the glory hole in my room. I was like, I'm not going to use it. <laughs> you don't even know who's on the are. other side. That's the whole point of a glory hole, Ashley. That means that you, I can't get attached to them if I don't know who they are. True. Was well, man in crawl space? Oh yeah, man in crawl space. I really hope that we don't have man in wall and man in crawl space. That's too many men in house. If this conversation hasn't been graphic enough for you, we're now going to be talking about kinks. Julia, what's a kink? Uh, a kink is a weird thing that you shouldn't do. Sex is only between you, the man that you marry, and God. Oh yeah, and and what's what's what counts as a kink? Is it when it's inside? Is that a kink? Yeah. Okay. When it's anywhere other than a bed. That is right. a kink. Other common kinks. Or, well, common, debatable. Age play. What's age play? Age play is when people are pretending to be different ages. So the most common one is like daddy. daddy yeah. And the baby girl. Thoughts. I'm seeing a weird smirk from I'm across the table. Saying yes, I would do that. I I don't think I'd ever bring it up. I've never had anyone who's willing to let me call them that. It has been men a huge really, part problem. The men that I life. know are very adverse to being called daddy, so therefore I call them daddy, daddy all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because why else? What else would you do? <laughs> I'd love to just lean in, like just as the grand exit is about to begin. And like a daddy and just see they they hit me. That's when I get them to hit me. That's how you do it. Like, this is my whole plan. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> There's a Reddit comment that that's what uh, some lady leaned in and said that. During sex. Bondage. Yes, I know. What level of bondage? Because bondage isn't like one size fits all. Bondage is like, it could be like, oh, sexy furry handcuffs to like, I am hanging from a ceiling. <laughs> Like oh, a bat. So what? No, on, people on do that. Scale. Like, yeah, yeah. I've seen it on <laughs> in work. <laughs> okay. Uh, in what? Well, on that scale, what? Where would you put yourself? I'd probably go fairly far into that scale. I would say you would. Like, would I be hung from a ceiling? I don't just don't trust anyone's Capricorn Moon. I don't trust anyone enough to do it correctly. I have this really weird thing where if I can't, if my arms are trapped in any way. I get very anxious, so not hanging from ceilings or... Also, that movie Gerald's Game just really freaked me out. Haven't seen it. It's a Stephen King book and she's handcuffed to the bed with like actual handcuffs, like oh, police she... handcuffs. Mm, you told me this. And then the, the her husband dies and she's left handcuffed there and she basically has to de-glove her hand. Yeah. It... Not for me. Role play. Absolutely, yeah. but that could be anything. That yeah. could be this. That could be like you're you're like the person who goes up to the chipper, and the other person's that <laughs> person behind the counter. Saw them finger. Is this, uh, please tell what? me this is a pull from your own life. Please, <laughs> absolutely. So going into chippers does that turn you on? Absolutely. 
Do you remember that time I had that weird sexy experience with the pizza cone guy at Vampire Weekend? Oh, yes. It's left me a little bit. Is that what you do in the bedroom now? You're just like, okay, you have the pizza cone <laughs> and you make me eat it, but I won't eat it. I'll have be really self-control. But you keep insisting that I eat it. Look, that, and then we fuck. That sounds hot. I love... Bring pizza into the bed. Pizza and sex are like two of my favourite things. But mm, messy. I really want a pizza now. Me too. Let's have... Let's... Guys, cancel the podcast. Let's get some pizza and fuck. Okay. That's another one of her role pay things that she no, does I have this whole podcast has been a role play for Lucy and she's just like bringing it up until eventually she has sex <laughs> with the two of us with pizza in her bed we do film film we oh. do record it in your bedroom so this is where the magic happens welcome to my crib um no I have done role play on wood I mean weird role play like what kind of weird role play mm, chicken and egg okay so I'm the egg you're the chicken I come first <laughs> What about uh, diaper fetish? Oh, no. Oh. No. Uh, no. Mm, if just for was, me, no. If someone was really into it and I loved them very much, maybe. No, hard pass on. I, I really just don't think I could do it. Nothing against anyone who likes it, but I couldn't do it. It depends. If I really loved them and if they were really hot, maybe. <laughs> uh, what about food play? Uh, maybe a bit I wouldn't put the Jolly Ranchers up there because of that story on the internet oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah I don't want food inside me no, no. have you ever done ice? that's how you get ants yeah that is how you get ants ants crawling out that's how you get worms that is definitely is how you get a yeast infection oh yeah 100% yeah. <laughs> like when people are like oh yeah I was like we like used like honey one time I'm like girl honey no that's so sticky I know maybe it like liquefies a little when you're warm um, I just don't think I'm ever going to shove honey up my hoo-ha. No, never. Absolutely not. But I mean, I wouldn't be adverse to... A bit have... of cheese. Fondue. Oh, I, was I, was no. of like, I was thinking of like easy singles or whatever when you first said that. And I, was like, bells. I was like, wait, what? It's like strategically placed <laughs> on your easy single. Yeah. <laughs> like you take off your robe and you've got like an easy single on each boobie and like one between your legs. Oh and like a God. cheese string as like the strings of your cheese bra. <laughs> Oh, Delicious. Or like in Sex and the City, the movie, when Samantha's laid out with sushi. Oh, yes. yes. That would be great because like everyone loves sushi. Love sushi. Oh, yeah, same. You can put the wasabi in your belly button. I don't think I can have wasabi anywhere near mm, the nether. <laughs> private area. But you have to wait for them to eat everything because that was a lot of sushi on your body. They could finger you while they're doing it. Popping a sushi. Popping sushi up your <laughs> no no food inside I wouldn't mind like one piece of sushi up my butt <laughs> sorry that was only a joke what was it? it only if it's sashimi I'm fancy what about uh, golden showers hmm okay so my thoughts on piss play which is a sentence I didn't think I'd be recording of myself at least at this age my thoughts on piss play are I would definitely be into it if they were into it but not like in a way that I'm into it in a way like I'd be up for it if that's something they really wanted to do and it's something that I'd like to do at one point is just to wee on someone in a sexy way is there a sexy way to wee on someone yeah I don't know to just stand over them I think you'd kind of squat over them yeah as women we squat over them because otherwise it would just go everywhere it would be like a Jackson Pollock painting I, uh, I don't think I could. I, def- I just would feel too weird. I think if I was with somebody for a long time and they really were like, this is the one thing that I want to do. Yeah. I would probably 
be all right ish peeing on them i would have i don't want to be peeing oh on. no 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 unless no. they're like super hydrated i think and I, that shit's almost clear i think i could be peed on mm. yeah, a little <laughs> to um, see what it's anyone like. who's listened to this podcast is like yep that tracks <laughs> <laughs> absolutely what about um people who are super attracted to pregnant ladies would you ever pre- like pretend to be pregnant or anything like that um yeah probably i wouldn't mind doing it if someone was into it and they're like will you pretend to be pregnant and be like sure it doesn't bug me yeah i think i could do it yeah like would you do like fake do you have to get like fake milk making boobs or something no that's a step too far then what is it you just get really bloated and they just rub your belly pillow up your t-shirt i don't think i don't think that's gonna do it for them (laughs) I think it might be a more nuanced fetish than pillow belly Halloween Maybe they costume. just keep like knocking you up so you're just constantly actually pregnant. That's and then you have hot. like eight kids. That's if they can afford for you to have eight kids. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's I'm not pushing hot. eight kids out of my vagina. Are you fucking Yeah, just because it's like... your fetish. No, but like maybe if I wanted to have eight kids too. What about feeders? I would be, so, you know, honestly, I've thought about this. I think that if I was willing to give up on my life, I'd happily be a fed. That's not what you got. A feedy. Possibly. I'd be into that. Someone just giving me food all the time, making me really fat. Absolutely. My issue with that would just be like, you're just fucking with my health. To uh, get yeah. off on it. I see on principle, it's not really <laughs> what I'm usually down with, but. Oof. I do like to eat. See, it, like on paper, it appeals. But then you go into it and you're like, ooh, no, absolutely not. Crushing is also a weird one. Is that food? No, it's, well... That's slurping, or sploshing. Sploshing is the food one, sorry. Or wet and messy. Just making <laughs> up words. I know, but I like sploshing better than wet and messy, because wet and messy is kind of gross. It sounds kind of gross. Oh, that's gross. Girl, if I'm having sex, it's always wet and messy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, kill me now. Uh, crushing, yeah, it's, it's like, it's usually... Oh, when you sit on them. No, it's like stilettos, and oh. you would like have like... So the, what, the content that I have come into contact with Directly because of my job is, no, it's like the crush like bugs or food and stuff oh. like that. And it's like a, a close up of like their feet doing it, like either their bare feet or they're usually like in stilettos or heels or something like that. And then <laughs> I could do that. Do the stepping. Yeah, just stepping on stuff. These boots remain. I do it for money. <laughs> yeah. If y'all want, oh, yeah. I will like crush I've ugly stuff. ass toes though. We can make them pretty. Yeah. Do you know what? Look, guys, this is the time to email us if you want us to do, what's it called again? Crushing. Crushing. We will paint our toenails. We will get those acid peel things for our feet and we will give you everything you need. <laughs> what about orgasm denial or orgasm control? Hot. Yeah, I agree. Hot art. Mm-hmm. I hate it though. It makes me really angry. But yeah. Hot. <laughs> like you're like, oh, stop it. But it's sexy. I think that's the point. <laughs> But I will get so angry. And then they won't hit me or let me hit them. Lucy hits them because she's so angry. But with more assault. Why do people... I just don't get people who are like... Have very, very, very super, super vanilla sex. And won't try anything fun. I know that's judgmental, but I don't get it. But it's... um Because preference. of God. Oh, yeah. God mm-hmm. hates that. God's doing all the kinky stuff for you. So you don't have to. <laughs> God's just tickling your asshole with... <laughs> Little feathery book plug. <laughs> God's like leaning in and going, you're a dirty little slide. <laughs> <laughs> Make room for Jesus. And they they always meant in bed. Yeah. Because Jesus will join in. 
He wants to be cozy. He wants to get on in the action. It's the Holy Trinity, bitch. Everybody knows ah! the Holy Trinity is there. What about vor? Or vorophilia? What's vor again? A sexual desire for eating someone while they are still alive or being eaten. <laughs> what? Julia. No. I'm a biter. I'm not that type of a biter. I'm not an eater. <laughs> that is, there's break the flesh and then there's... Break the break flesh. Break the flesh. No, God, no. no. I'd probably eat a scab if someone asked me to. Stop. Well, ew. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ew. Get out. It wouldn't bug me. No, stop. Ew, ew. That, it should bug you. No, well, don't be eating people's scabs. <laughs> Just for health reasons. Free scab. No. no. How many times did you tell you this, Lucy? Do not eat the free scabs. The Vora one, I've, I've seen it manifest mainly in video form, where it, it, like the camera looks like it's going up into the mouth. Oh, and so that's and then it's like these so different, you're that, being eaten so it's you yeah you're like imagining that you're being eaten by this person that definitely oh so wait you want to be eaten it can it can you can be, be buried yeah like anything that doesn't turn me on it's one of these things that I just don't want to be eaten um the kink that I found the most interesting probably is cuckolding cooks you guys are looking at me like you don't know what it is I've heard the term. I just don't have a concept of what it is. A cuckold is someone who likes to watch their lover get fucked by another person. You know what? I'm intrigued. I just, I find it amazing. So I always, I've like for like literally years, I've been obsessed with it. But like not in a way that I'm like sexually into it. I'm just like, I wish I knew one. Because I just like, I want to know. And then I had a friend um, who was talking to me one time. And she was like, yeah, my boyfriend just like, I don't know. He kind of wants to, I think he wants to watch me have sex with someone else in my head. Like this massive red light that I've been waiting to go off for ages in my head that just says, cook, 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 starts flashing. And I was like, cook, 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 cook. And I was like, I think he's a cook. And she was like, what's that? And I explained, I was like, oh, I'm so excited. But I had to, she was like genuinely worried. So I couldn't say any of this to her. But like on the inside, I was like, oh my God, I know I cook. Oh, I felt so good. I love it. That's all. That was very intense. Thank you for sharing. I just like, I just would like to know. And then you kind of wonder, this is the, it's cooks. So you know how we we have loads of friends who are in couples and stuff. I'm like, I wonder if any of you are into that. And I wonder if you've brought any of our other friends or someone strange into the bedroom. And like, I kind of want to know, but I also don't. I think if you are a, like a couple and you want to bring other people into the bedroom, surely you would be bringing in people that you don't like both know and see regularly. Yeah, I don't think I'll be bringing my friends in. No. I think it would be handy. No, but like... Handy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it's really handy. And like if there's a friend that you're both attracted to, why not? So not, And you can trust someone that you're friends with more than you can trust someone you're not friends with. True, but I don't know if there would just be... Could, if it went wrong, it could go very wrong because you're friends and... What do you mean it could go wrong? Like if someone got really jealous so if someone was like oh i'm really into watching you two have sex but then as soon as they watch it they're like hang on i don't like this yeah or like someone develops more feelings for another person and you know those things can go wrong in these different dynamics and i think with a friend it's just a lot harder because that friendship can then potentially be ruined and then if you want to keep it private like if you to go to parties and stuff and you see this person that you've all just been intimate with like, it's easier if you don't necessarily have to see the person again afterwards. I'm not sure if it is. I think we, I actually genuinely think that it might be a better setup than what people usually do. I've been thinking about this a lot. As you know, I'm obsessed with cooks. But, as we've just learned. <laughs> but it does make me sad, that thing that Ash was talking about. Like, multi-love unknown word orchestra makes me, like, cry every time. Because of just thinking about how kind of these complex, more complex, because let's be real polyamorous relationships in any form whether sexual or romantic are more complicated than monogamous relationships for sure and like 
that's just it's such a hard thing to be a part of I think it definitely is more difficult because we are definitely bred well we're like conditioned conditioned yeah um to kind of believe that we're fully monogamous so then it kind of takes a while to break out of that thought so that song makes me really sad like I I honestly like sometimes I just weep to it I think the whole like polyamory thing as a concept I'm for it but I'm like I could do it I think I could. I think there's a time in my life when I probably will. I see that for you. I know, but I just don't see any of the people that I'm into being into it. I think I'd be able to manage it quite well. I'm a natural born leader. I am the supreme. The two other men are just there to please me. And we've circled back (laughs) to the one desire that Lucy has that we will one day provide her with. Honestly, my ideal sexual circumstance would be that I have a romantic partner, but I'm part of a commune of my close dear friends who I care about. And we all kind of just like dip dab in and out of each other's sex lives. So a sex cult? Yes, pretty much. Basically, you just describe a sex cult. Let's describe it differently. It's like a sitcom where there's a cameo from a big name every like second day or something. So sex cult? (laughs) Yes, still a sex cult. I want all my friends to be in a sex cult with me. Which means that I get to have sex with everybody whenever I want at my choice. Cool. He's down. I mean, at this point, housing is too expensive in Dublin. That's sure. True. Wouldn't it just be kind of handy? There's always like, you know, every once in a while you're like, I wonder. And then you wouldn't have to wonder. You could just do it. I do get you. I, yeah. Thank you. I understand what you mean there. Sometimes it would just be nice to just be kind of like, we could just like, I wish. Well, I know other people can, but I can't. I'm like, I just like to know. Yes. And then to never have to deal with it again. Exactly. And mm. it might be nice, like, you know, like, if you, you know, if they're like in a couple and then one of your friends is kind of jokingly flirting with the two of you and you're like, do you know what? Put your money where your mouth is and fuck us. And in my South commune, that would be the rule. The one rule. The only rule that you exists. Put your money where your mouth is. Sex. What do you think? I think as long as everybody is uh, of age and happy with what's happening and safe, then absolutely fucking go for it. In whatever form that takes place. I agree. I agree. Do what you want. Uh, but realise that sometimes you're going to have bad sex. And that's not anybody's fault. Maybe you're the one who's bad at sex. That is your fault. And but you can work on it. Stay properly safe. Not just safe from pregnancy. Safe from STIs. Safe from predators. Safe from everybody. Maybe just masturbate like we do. You can't have sex during this season anyway, so. Yeah, unless you're masturbating to us. And now for the Mangelus, a time in which we observe the shitty things that men have done to us in the wider world. This week, Mangelus is another throwback to um, a situation that I had totally forgotten about until halfway through this podcast. When I was talking to a guy on Bumble, I believe. Bumble or Tinder, one of them. Um, he was a weirdo, but in like the way that I'm a weirdo. So we were like having lots of banter and it was good fun. And then he was like, oh, something that I've always... Completely out of the blue, like just completely out of the blue, like something I've always wanted to know is what it's like to have a pie thrown in your face. And so I was like, do you know what? I agree. I've always <laughs> wanted to know what this feels like. And I was like, as a joke, I was like, a di- like, I'll make you a deal. Like I'll throw a pie in your face, you throw a pie in my face. I'm completely under the impression that this is, we're just talking about pies throwing like that's the whole thing is throwing a pie in the face and that's it. And then throughout the rest of the conversation, I was like, oh, you mean in sex? Whereas I was just like, I just want to know what it feels like to have a pie thrown on my face in general. But he was like, yeah, like definitely do it. And then the conversation continued on. And I was like, oh, hang on, what? <laughs> like, 
how am I signed up to getting involved with this guy and then like the first time we have sex it's gonna be like wet and messy bullshit we did not meet up My Angelus today goes out to anybody who's just either never figured out where the clitoris is or doesn't care. By the way, most of them have a hood. My Angelus this week goes out to Or Kelly, who his lawyer has claimed that an infected toenail prevented the disgraced R&B singer from attending a hearing for his child pornography case in Chicago. Also, he's just a piece of shit. Trash human. That's it for this week's episode of Not Like the Other Girls. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we are Not Like the Other Girls Pod. On Twitter, we are NLTOG underscore podcast. And our Gmail that is criminally inactive is Not Like the Other Girls Pod at gmail.com. Thank you, Lucy. Uh, join us next week when we are joining Lucy Sex Cult. Let that happen. Blow right in there. <laughs> A new style of ASMR. <laughs> there definitely is already no oh, there is somewhere out there. Imagine doing ASMR of removing your moon cup. Now I found you in my space. I can't let. Oh, is it won't? Or I can't? won't let go. Of you. I won't let go of you. <laughs> <laughs>